Today is August 16th, 2017. Um, Virginia was my home for 50 years. I've lived in this city now for two years, but um, yeah, I lived in Virginia for 50 years and I can say that it is my home state. Now, the city of Charlottesville is a very special place for me for a couple reasons. One, starting about, I don't know, 11, 12 years ago, my husband and I would visit Charlottesville quite often to visit wineries and hang out and do stuff like that. And most recently, it's special to me because my father lives in Charlottesville in um, an assisted living facility. Now, I know lots of people now who live in Charlottesville, and Charlottesville is a great place to be. At least in the times that I've been there, and I've, I'm, I'm actually going back in next week, actually, uh, two weeks, I guess it is. Anyway, in the time that I've been there and the people I have um, hung out with and met and so forth, they've always been great people. None of them have um, any uh, white supremacist or KKK or Nazi um, leanings at all. At least they have not revealed them to me. And I actually don't think that they, none, any, any of the friends I know in Charlottesville have any of those tendencies. Anyway, the events that happened over the weekend, especially on Saturday, really shook me up. I was watching the news reports and I was actually following it pretty much all day. And it was just unbelievable. I can't believe that this is 2017 and we are talking about Nazis and white supremacists, and the KKK. I just, I was absolutely shocked by what I saw, what occurred. And then, of course, since then, the response from our government. And when I say government, I mean Donald Trump. I, well, I, I, I'm just, I'm almost at a loss for words. But when he first came out on Saturday and spoke, it was... Nothing, it, 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 as soon as he said the words, many sides, it drove me crazy. And it was certainly not presidential, and it was not representative of our country, the way um, the majority of Americans think. Um, we don't praise the KKK or white supremacists or Nazis, for that matter. And when Donald Trump said, violence from many sides, I about lost it because Clearly, this is not about many sides. This is one side, the side that is wrong. And he lumped the people who were on the right side of history in with the Nazis. And it totally drove me crazy. I was just, I was so upset. And then he came out on Sunday and tried to redo it and have different remarks. And then, was it yesterday or Monday? I can't remember. I think it was yesterday. He came out again. Yeah, it was yesterday at the Trump Tower and doubled down and said the whole many sides thing again. And he will not come out against the white supremacists, the Nazis, or the KKK. And it's simply because he supports them. He knows that they voted for him and that he cannot alienate those people because he wants to be reelected in 2020. And the whole reason that these different groups are coming out now is because of Donald Trump. He has given them the platform to speak out and um, 
do their violence and, and have their protests and so forth. And if we look at, let's take a step back here and look at what they're protesting. They were protesting the removal of a Robert E. Lee statue in a park in, Charl- in the t- city of Charlottesville. Um, there's been debate back and forth about statues and should they stay, should they go, should they be moved to museums, what's their purpose, why were they put there in the first place. Well, there's all kinds of different reasons why statues were put there. Some were put there by um, descendants of people who fought in the uh, Civil War. Some were put there by Southern legislature, legislatures who wanted to recognize uh, generals like Robert E. Lee and so forth. But the they're not necessarily, and, and if you have to look at the timing of when they were created, not many of them were created around the Civil War or even shortly after the Civil War. The majority of them were created and erected in the 1920s. And in the 1920s, that's when the KKK uh, became very large and they were, you know, asserting their ways and um, killing people, basically. And so that's when a lot of those statues came about. So when you look at um, the reasons those statues are there, they're not there for honoring necessarily. They are there because these white supremacists did not want their their Confederate history to be lost. Well, if we if we are as a country, we know the history of the Civil War, and we know that the reason these monuments are there were to remember. But we don't need to be honoring. Um, soldiers or generals or even the civil war itself on the confederate side because they're they were the losers they lost why would we um, put up statues and monuments for the losing side well the south did that because you know they don't want to lose their white heritage i guess anyway so the these groups were there in charlottesville to to um, protest the removal of the statue that statue and I think one other statue in another park. But in any case, um, no matter what they protest, the statues are going to be removed. The city council already um, determined that they're going to be removed. So they can protest all they want, but it's not going to be removed. Anyway, watching all of that and stuff, I, as I said, I, it got me really upset. So then after the fact and after hearing our president support these people, which is absolutely ludicrous this is 2017 a president is supporting nazis and white supremacists i just i just don't get it i mean i do get it but i don't like it anyway after in the aftermath of all of this there have been lots of people who have been talking and who have been speaking out and there's republicans who are speaking out against donald trump but unless they actually do something about it remove him from office, then this kind of stuff is going to continue because Donald Trump speaks out of his ass. And, well, of course, I just don't like the man, period. So, in, as I was saying, in the aftermath, lots of people have been speaking out. And I saw on Twitter that Hillary Clinton, back in August of 2016, actually warned us about Donald Trump and these exact kinds of groups coming out and becoming louder and louder. And I listened to it and I thought, man, that is a really good speech. And she really did warn us. I mean, it's not that long. It's like two or three minutes. So I'm going to play this and I want you to listen to um, 
what Hillary had to say during the campaign in August of 2016. Let's listen to what she had to say. From the start, Donald Trump has built his campaign on prejudice and paranoia. He is taking hate groups mainstream and helping a radical fringe take over the Republican Party. It's a disturbing preview of what kind of president he'd be. And that's what I want to make clear today. A man with a long history of racial discrimination who traffics in dark conspiracy theories drawn from the pages of supermarket tabloids and the far dark reaches of the internet should never run our government or command our military. I know that some people still want to give Trump the benefit of the doubt. They hope that he will eventually reinvent himself. That there's a kinder, gentler, more responsible Donald Trump waiting in the wings somewhere. But here's the hard truth. There is no other Donald Trump. This is it. This is someone who retweets white supremacists online, like the user who goes by the name White Genocide TM. Trump took this fringe bigot with a few dozen followers and spread his message to 11 million people. When asked in a nationally televised interview whether he would disavow the support of David Duke, a former grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, Trump wouldn't do it. And only later again, under mounting pressure, did he backtrack. No one should have any illusions about what's really going on here. The names may have changed. Racists now call themselves racialists. White supremacists now call themselves white nationalists. The paranoid fringe now calls itself alt-right. But the hate burns just as bright. And this isn't just about one election. It's about who we are as a nation. It's about the kind of example we want to set for our children and our grandchildren. Next time you see Trump on TV, think about all the children listening across America. You know, kids hear a lot more than we think. Man, she is so right in everything she said there. And she said this a year ago, a year ago before any of this was happening. She warned us about this. Now, say what you want about Hillary Clinton, but that woman should have been president. I'm sorry. When she already knows these things, oh, I mean, because she's studied and worked and learned about Donald Trump, and she knows him. I just, I find that so um, foreshadowing that she spoke about this a year ago, that all of this was going to happen, and then here we are a year later, and it did happen. I really, I really like that woman. I wish, I wish she had been president. I I don't know, just so sad. But everything she said was so correct. Now, other people have spoken out too, and, uh, and there's lots of um, commentators and so forth speaking out about Donald Trump. But there was two others that I found very interesting and, and heartfelt and, um, you know, speaking to the American people. And they have a lot of people watching. Now, one of them happens to be Jimmy Fallon from The Tonight Show. And he, again, it's, it's pretty short and I'm going to play it here. He really um, 
said what needed to be said. Let's uh, listen to that now. It's Jimmy Fallon. Even though The Tonight Show isn't a political show, it's my responsibility to stand up against intolerance and extremism as a human being. What happened over the weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia, was just disgusting. I was watching the news like everyone else, and you're seeing like Nazi flags and torches and white supremacists, and I was sick to my stomach. My daughters are in the next room playing, and I'm thinking, how can I explain to them that there's so much hatred in this world? They're two years old and four years old. They don't know what hate is. They go to the playground, and they have friends of all races and backgrounds. They just play, and they laugh, and they have fun. But as kids grow up, they need people to look up to, to show them what's right and good. They need parents and teachers, and they need leaders who appeal to the best in us. The fact that it took the president two days to come out and clearly denounce racists and white supremacists is shameful. And I think he finally spoke out because people everywhere stood up and said something. It's important for everyone, especially white people in this country, to speak out against this. Ignoring it is just as bad as supporting it. And remember, there are people who have given their lives to make sure this kind of hate doesn't spread. They fought and died on the right side of history. One brave woman in Charlottesville, Heather Heyer, died standing up for what's right at the age of 32. I can't look at my beautiful, growing, curious daughters and say nothing when this kind of thing is happening. We all need to stand against what is wrong, acknowledge that racism exists, and stand up for what is right and civil and kind. And to show the next generation that we haven't forgotten how hard people have fought for human rights. We cannot do this. We can't go backward. Every time we can't go I, backward. I know. Sorry about that. Every time I, I'm, when there's a controversial issue or something's happening, I have a hard time uh, bringing the words forward to, to say how I'm feeling. And Jimmy Fallon just said how I was feeling and saying all the things we need to say. We've got to speak up. We cannot sit back and let this happen. Think about World War II. And we, like, we've already fought this. We've already fought against the Nazis and we won. We shouldn't have to be doing this again and in our own country. We have to stand up and say something and speak out and be against the president when he talks like this. Uh, and I completely agree with everything he just said. Now, the last one I'll play is by Seth, is from Seth Myers from The Late Late Show. And again, he had a lot of good things to say. And I think this one runs about four minutes. Maybe it's four or five minutes. I'm not sure. But it's worth a listen. I know that this is I, I'm playing all these clips, but it's worth a listen if you have not heard these things before. And I, and I want to say a few words after this one. But So listen to Seth Myers. We're so happy to have you here, and we want to get started, and we want to have a fun show, but we also wanted to take a moment to address what happened this weekend. On Saturday, there was yet another terror attack on American soil. This one was allegedly perpetrated by a white supremacist named James Field against a group of protesters in Charlottesville, Virginia. He drove his car into a crowd and killed a woman named Heather Heyer. It was a horrifying incident that left most of the country stunned and terrified, but on Saturday... You didn't hear her name or the terrorist name or even the word terrorist from our president. What you heard instead was this. We're closely following the terrible events unfolding in Charlottesville, Virginia. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry and violence on many sides, on many sides, on many sides. 
If that choice of words made you feel sick to your stomach, the good news is you're a normal and decent person. The jury is still out on the president as he initially refused to condemn the white supremacist movement in this country. Now, he did read a statement at the White House today that finally struck the right tone, but I'm sorry, pencils down on this subject was Saturday evening. He only gets very partial credit. Some ignored it or played it down when Donald Trump claimed our first black president was born in this country. It was racist and insane, but he was written off as a clown, a bitter little man who didn't know an American could have a name like Barack Obama. Then he called Mexicans rapists during the speech announcing his candidacy. He called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. Then he brought Steve Bannon to the White House with him, worked to take away voting rights from black people, and hammered away at the idea that Chicago was a wasteland because of the violent black people living there. And now white supremacists and American Nazis are visible and energetic and demonstrative in a way we've not seen in our lifetimes. Donald Trump did not immediately denounce the white supremacist movement when given the chance. And now, whether he knows it or not, many of those people see him as leading that movement. The leader of our country is called a president because he's supposed to preside over our society. His job is to lead, to cajole, to scold, to correct our path, to lift up what is good about us, and to absolutely and unequivocally and immediately condemn what is evil in us. And if he does not do that, if he does not preside over our society, then he is not a president. You can stand for a nation or you can stand for a hateful movement. You can't do both. And if you don't make the right choice, I'm confident that the American voter will. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Seth Meyers. Again, this another person who says what I'm thinking, but I, ha I cannot um, bring, you know, think of the words to say. He does a much better job than I could ever do. But he's right about um, all of those things he said. The president's supposed to be the one who's like the moral authority. Now, this that was um, from Monday night before both Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers heard the president speak on Tuesday. I don't know what they re re what they said last night, but um, their words still stand clear, no matter what you know he said on Tuesday. Now, just to close out here, I just want to say that the only way we're going to change this is if we come out to vote in 2018 and change the House and the Senate. And then again, of course, in 2020. Now, I don't care if you didn't vote or if you did vote for Donald Trump in the last election. But you, if you voted for Donald Trump and you're not a white supremacist, then you surely by now have to realize that your vote was a bad one and that things have to change. We have to get this, this nation back on track. And I just, you know, I, I'm going to definitely be working the polls and whatever I can do to help change this in 2018 and then again in 2020. But if you are listening to this and you didn't even vote, then you're part of the problem. We need you to vote. So please think about this for next time in 2018 for the midterm elections and then, of course, for the presidential election in 2020. Because not voting let this happen. That's you know one part of it that let this happen. And that's the scary part, that it could happen again. And we absolutely cannot let it happen. And just as uh, Seth Meyer said, we, or Jimmy Fallon said, we can't go backwards. We absolutely can't. We don't want to go backwards. We can't go backwards. We've made too much progress in the time that we've been here. All right. That's all I have to say for today. I'm still sick about Charlottesville, but um, I will move on. So um, until next time, bye.